Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the wrestling index podcast as always your boy tk in the house and if you're watching on youtube twitter listening back you're gonna see you're gonna hear i'm not alone i got a big sexy big dick brett back in the house welcome back to the wrestling index scissor me well firstly i want to say that's the first time i've been on since you've had that new banging intro so uh how about that? That's very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give Nick all all the love and all the props. Okay, in the world. Uh, Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. He definitely did not need to put that together. Well, he offered. I said, "Fuck yeah!" I need I to have it. a conversation with Nick then, because Bo and I were just talking this past weekend when we were together that you know we do like nothing on YouTube, and obviously that's all the rage, and that's what everyone's doing. So we talked a lot about you know, putting our stuff on YouTube because we used to heavily edit everything, but now we don't really. So, uh, yeah, expect a little more YouTube stuff from the BBBs. And I love a crisp, nice intro like that, Nick. (laughs) That's that's really exciting stuff, man. That means we get to see your beauty um, more often, which would be great. And what was what was Ritter calling Bo in the uh, the fantasy wrestling drive? Was it? Beautiful bow, beautiful uh, Beaumont. Yeah, I don't. It's something like that. I think it's like taking it back to uh, the the Beverly Brothers. Beautiful yeah, Bo, it was Bo, Bo and Blake. Yeah, yeah. yeah how about Bo and Brett? But yeah, yeah close enough. BBBs and congratulations to you guys celebrating two years. Fucking yes. awesome stuff. Seems like everyone. Uh, I know World Elite just had their two year. I, it's, a lot of podcasts started in the COVID time, obviously in the fall, but. Uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a two years, and what a week to kind of celebrate that. Uh, we got to attend both Raw and uh, Impact Overdrive in Louisville, and then we watched Full Gear together and had a fucking blast. And then we got to watch the Bengals beat those dastardly fucking Steelers, even though they suck, but they beat us week one, so that uh, was a nice revenge win as well. Big win. You guys needed that win. Absolutely needed yeah. that win. And that's a hell of a fucking week, dude. Again, congrats on the two years. And, you know, a lot of people started during the COVID era. Not a lot of people sustained it, though. So the fact that you guys are are running is a testament to how awesome you guys are. And your show's fucking awesome. Hilarious. Get on it. Visionaries Global Media Network. All major audio platforms. Brainbuster Boys podcast. Check it out for sure. And yeah. let's talk, let, let's let's talk about you and and what you did over the past week because you just laid it out. That's that's a hell of a time. Just start with your experience on Raw. Obviously, it was about eight days ago at this yeah. point, nine days ago at this point. Um, but talk talk about it. Don't you yeah. the match by match? But yeah, I'll, I'll spare some details. But I was uh, so firstly, we got comp tickets, which is always nice, and we had an extra. 
So we're at the bar before the show, and there's this dude sitting next to us who we were talking about the Vikings game, not this past one, but when Justin Jefferson had that amazing catch against the oh. Bills, and he's like, oh, I'm from Minnesota. One we start yucking it up. Ever, dude. Yeah, he's in town from Minneapolis for work. Long story short, he ends up coming to the show with us. We literally just met oh. this guy like an hour before. His that's, name was Chris. He brought the energy. He bought me a Louisville 316 shirt, actually, as like a thank you for the ticket, which was awesome. So that was just a good way to start it. You know, like we have a, a new friend with us. He was excited. He hadn't been to a wrestling show in a decade, he said. Um, so he's a very, very what, casual what, fan. Okay, cool. I was just going to ask, was he into modern wrestling? No, like, no, he said he went like in Minneapolis a decade ago and Mike Tyson was on Raw, he remembered. So, but he was like really into, there was a really good JD McDonough, Cedric Alexander pre-show main event match, which I don't know, is main event on Peacock? I think so. Yeah. But anyone who, check it out. It's very good. But uh, yeah, just... You know, we got the opening promo with Rollins and doing the, oh, you know. Well, let me step back. So I've been to eight <laughs> AEW shows since I've been to a WWE show in 2017. And I will say it was much bigger, brighter, louder, grandiose, as I'd known, but I just hadn't experienced it in so long. And it was awesome. You know, it was just so different than those AEW shows, which is, you know, I love for the wrestling and everything else but it, you know this i enjoyed the spectacle of it and i know bo did too he'd never been to a wwe show so first been, time yeah he, cherry huh yeah he went to un, wcw uncensored 99 in louisville freedom hall and i think he said he went to maybe one or two other wcw shows as a kid but so that was cool too and uh, our buddy will was with us who is also a very casual fan but just you know wanted to come along for the ride but uh yeah, we were. I told you right before we hit record, we were just dying when Rollins called uh, Lashley Big Bob. <laughs> that just became a thing for us the rest of the night. That opening promo was a lot of fun. Um, and then, so we had this little girl behind us named Cora, four years old, who was just made the show better for everyone around her. She was cheering all night. Um, when the first screen went to black, when the, like, there was a commercial, she's like, is it over? It's like, Go, girl, there's like two and a half hours left. But she was a trooper. She outlasted Chris and Will, our friends. They stayed the whole show. But uh, Chris and Cora certainly just made this a much better and fun experience for all of us. But, uh, yeah, back to the show. I mean, uh, the Riddle uh, versus Gable match was fun. You know, that was like the first good match. And I always love a nice heel, pull the feet down, help win, you know, and uh, Gable's been crushing it. So I think uh, I was happy to see him get that W, even though it was in nefarious uh, circumstances. But I think really it was the Austin Theory show, uh, okay. especially once we got about halfway through. He cut that promo backstage with the beautiful kathy kelly boy i'm glad she's back mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and she's really good at her job i'm not just saying she's hot but um anywho uh theory he you know basically late everyone has seen it at this point he laid out you know why he cashed in that you know yeah he's hit rock bottom but he's never felt more alive and you can see that in that match with dolph at the end of last week and then last night as well he's got that new attitude about him 
And, you know, I'm someone who wasn't watching a ton the last few years as he was coming up, but I'd seen enough, you know, and watched him in NXT. And it's like, you could tell this guy's got something. And there's a reason Vince McMahon, you know, kind of hitched to his wagon on television, but I love it. And I thought that was a big night for him to get past that bullshit of losing the cash in. He ends the show on top. And now they're going to have this big triple threat at Survivor Series, which is a big match for Theory. And hell, I don't know who's going to win. I would guess Seth probably still gets the W. But uh, I think it was it was a great way to rebuild the Austin Theory character. So what do you think of all that? I know we haven't really had a chance to talk about it. So just wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah, I've missed you. Life has been so busy. Football makes things yeah. busy, you know, working, kids, all that good stuff. But uh, I, I love the theory stuff. I was confused why he cashed. Well, I understood why he cashed in on the United States title in the first place. He's, yeah. It made no sense for him to cash in on Roman. Not believable at all. So him cashing in on Seth. Oh, shit. Theory wants his U.S. title back. Okay. That's cool. Losing it, I was like, ooh, damn. Okay. Yeah. But, this new theory, the first promo, like you said, was so reinvigorating for him. He just mm-hmm. looked like a whole new man, new demeanor. You know, I like that he's growing the beard out and it's an yeah. addition to his character. And then just how physical he's been over the last couple of weeks. Like that Ziggler match alone, man, like he just yes. flipped the switch. And then, I, again, just being there, seeing him chuck that announced chair, it was just, it was awesome. And uh, yeah, he's I a massive it. man, dude. I know. Like, like when they were doing the when he was feuding with Bobby um, earlier this year, and they were doing their pose downs and everything. Like obviously, Bob, Bobby's got the body of a god, but dude, you mean theory, big, Bob, big Bob, big Bob, yeah, big Bob's got the body of a god. But dude, theory is like a fucking gorilla, dude. Like, and he's what twenty four, twenty five. Like he's so young, he's too. A young kid. I love, I love the new gimmick. I love the new role. And the yeah, after Seth and Finn, which was a fantastic yes. match. Yeah. And there was really like the Mia Yim show because she was on TV six times. That yeah. Night, which I'm not complaining. I only know because of our fantasy wrestling league. I got to tabulate all that good stuff. Yeah. Six times. I was like, I That's know. I get, I get she's back. But, but Minchin. Meechin? Yeah. I don't know how I go. feel about that. But uh, her name is staying Mia Yim, though. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So the whoever. So it's like a nickname. Correct. Then, I guess. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought it was like a permanent name change. No, they're going to keep her Mia Yim, which, okay. I'm, which I'm fine with. And even if yeah. they were changing her name, I mean, I don't know, like, that that's the name I would run with. But yeah. I wouldn't have run with Butch either. And Butch is working fucking very well. Uh, well, right that now, that's all so. testament to Mr. Peter Dunn. Correct. Correct. But anyway, I uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, it was fun. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed that show for Sherman. Um, we'll Rob, get through, yeah, yeah, we'll get through this. Yeah, that main event was great. Uh, obviously, you put two outstanding wrestlers together like yeah, that. Yeah. Give them twenty minutes; they're going to have a great match. So, I think I went four stars on both that and the theory Ziggler. Neither of which made my top ten though, because it was such a damn good week. But I had to. Give them a little love in the honorable mention category for being there live. And, uh, yeah, it was just a really good, fun show, and we all had a really good time. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And it's always fun when you see kids in the crowd and you go to shows. Um, and not, I don't really know so much about AEW anymore. Those crowds are fucking raucous, dude. But Yeah, it's but, definitely a more family-friendly yeah. type environment. Back when I used to take uh, my like my daughter, my son never was into it. But when I used to take my daughter, my new, my, not my new, son, my my uh, younger kids, my, son. my younger sons are are definitely more into it. Um, but I, my daughter and I used to go all the time, and uh, 
you see the kids in the crowd and it really just makes for a, for a much better atmosphere. It's a well, different just find me a fucking rando at the bar. Come on, dude. I know, I know, exactly. It was, just, it's a story in itself. I found yeah. a random guy at the bar. He came to fucking talking bar about with football us. first, and you know, comes up. He's like, Oh, my hotel's right across the street. Yeah, I think we said, Yo, we're going to Monday Night Raw. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I went 10 years ago. I'm like, got an extra ticket if you want to come with us. And then it took probably like, then Bo came because it was just me and Will. And then we're just talking and he hadn't really committed, but he hadn't not committed. And then literally like right as we're getting ready to walk out, he's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> it was just so tight. Oh, that's so yeah. cool, dude. And that's just a cool, like wrestling can bring people together as it has done us and kind of our whole crew here. And as it just did in real life. So, uh, and I have more on that as we get into Impact Overdrive because we certainly made a ton of new friends there as well. That's awesome. And let's just go right there because that was the question that I wanted to ask you. So yeah. I know that you had mentioned WWE is like a spectacle. It's a much this different This is the show. opposite. <laughs> Correct. There's WWE, there's AEW, and yeah. I would imagine Impact's running a much smaller oh, event. This is my before. third Impact special. Because it's they're not the technical big four pay per views, but I've been to three yeah. of these specials, and they've all been a ten out of ten great time. Because you know, there's maybe 400, 500 people at these shows. Like it's at a music venue that I've seen many concerts at, so that's cool in and of itself. That there's just a ring plopped right down in the middle where I've seen a lot of great bands. But you know, you walk in. And we had GA tickets this time because they raised the prices. So last time we were like third row by the ramp. So like anytime the rest, like I yelled gore when Rhino came out and he like stared daggers at me. <laughs> um, but this time we're like right when you walk in the door, there's just an opening. And we just planted there and there were probably like 20 of us people just standing there. We're like five feet from the commentators, probably 15 feet from the ring. Just incredible view. And you're you're truly part of the show. Like every, I'm not shitting you, every single Black Tarouche chant, that was me. Every single one. And there were a lot of them because we were getting real hyped about Black Tarouche. Uh, I like to think that we made Trey Miguel turn heel because of our actions, but I know that's not exact. <laughs> but the cool thing was, like, you could see Black Tarus, who on paper was the heel, like, he was looking at us and getting fired up, and, like, that's fucking yeah. cool as shit. Like, you can truly see the effect you're having on the performer. And I'm not going to say it was all me, but I was the ringleader for sure starting these. Uh but yeah, we like right off the bat, again, as far as meeting people, you know, you're just standing. It's like, hey, I'm Brett. Hey, I'm Jake. You know, we just meet all these people. They're starting cheers with you. And then we ended up hanging out with them all after as well. And, um, you know, like, hey, we exchanged info. It's like, let's be friends. So, yeah, just another because we were with them the whole show pretty much. Um, but yeah, man, I love these shows because you truly are a part of it. And it's like, this isn't no indie show. It's like you're watching fucking Josh Alexander right in front right, of you. Right. Or Ishii, who I got to see here. So it's like, it's a thrill. Like I've seen Jay White twice. Um, so yeah, I just love them. And in terms of the show, uh, the best match before the final three was actually the pre-show tag between Chris Abay and Ace Austin against the Motor City Machine Guns. Very, very fun match. 
but the main card started, you know, it was a little lull. Like the first match was Bully Ray and Moose in the tables match, which was fun and very oh, fun to see live. And Moose is match, a yeah. fucking unit and a half. Like, like that is a monster. Big Moose. Uh, I'm really excited about the match, but I heal Bully Ray. Boy, right at the end, yeah. of the show. I mean, yes, dude. Yes, we're good. Big time. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're <laughs> kinda... I think you. For... Hello, you're like coming. <laughs> you're coming in and out. Um, but I was able to pick up what you were putting down. That you wanted Bully Ray to be the heel, and his actions at the end of the night were good. I was, I was, I was feeling that. Let's see. There we go. Uh, I think I think we're good. Yeah, you gotta love you gotta love uh technology for sure. Oh, Forever no. it was my camera that what's going on? Show. I know. There you I go. usually don't have can you hear me? but uh hey, here we are. But yeah, I can. Can you hear right, me? Cool. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? <laughs> can you <laughs> Yeah, you're good, dude. Um, but yeah, yeah, then the next the next few matches, you know, we had the women's tag, we had the Mickey James Taylor Wilde, we had the men's tag, all very fine matches, you know, all around the three star level, but nothing, nothing that'll blow your pants off. But uh, then those last three all certainly did, and were all on my weekly top ten. And again, I was talking about Trey Miguel Black Tarus, like I think that was what really just got us going. Like got the crowd. The crowd needed a match like that too because it was just kind of eh. Um, but yeah, they really built the show. But these last three matches would you know crescendo, and they all delivered. Uh, I think I went four and a quarter on this, four and a quarter on Masha and Jordan, and four seven five on Frankie Alexander. Um, oh, oh, look at you! There you go. There you How go. about it? Yeah, there's your there's your top ten matches of the week right there. Yeah, you got four and three quarters for Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian. Four and a half. I don't know. Well, let's see what else. Which is my there. fourth four and three quarters match for Josh Alexander this year. The guy he's is a, crushing it. Has he broken five star yet or no? Not for me, but he's been very close. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you it's got hard. Miguel and Black Tarus at four and a quarter, and Jordan and Masha at four and a quarter. Yeah, this was a. A tough week. I mean, great week, but tough to kind of rank because there was so much good shit. And like you see, Jamie Hader and Tony Storm. Yeah, I had it technically lower than Shuri and Utami, but it was just so much more memorable that like sometimes I'll bump shit up, even though it's technically like a lower star rating. Because like, hey, I even though that match may have been technically better, like this one just meant that much more to me. And got such a huge reaction out of me of course because uh as you can see my name is drop the interim tag so no, uh we'll talk about that we'll talk about that after yeah. uh overdrive we'll get into full gear for sure but yeah but, that's the list you can find the full list at floorcybersports.com brett does a banging ass job every week on it so thank you but uh yeah so that match was great uh traded the spray paint at the end but yeah just an awesome back and forth so many great near falls got us engaged and then the women's championship, um, probably a notch below their Bound for Glory match, which just 
kind of blew me away, but you know, for a last knockout standing, you know, those types of matches sometimes don't hit all the way, but they did a great job. Um, you know, they had a lot of weapon spots, a lot of brutal stuff and ended with a muscle buster through a door. So, uh, can't be mad about that, but I did think, uh, Masha was going to win and she's on my fantasy team, but I wasn't sure. Did you happen to see impact on Thursday? before that show no no i did so, not Masha, but I, I did read the results and i remember there was something that stood out to me i don't remember what but it seemed like a pretty decent show for sure well there was an awesome eric young sammy callahan main event that's what it Jeopardy, was so much blood yes. but what i was bringing up is masha did an interview with gia miller i think is her name the backstage interviewer um and she talked in russian and it was all subtitles and gia is speaking english and she's asking questions and masha's based like that's a stupid question only an idiot would ask that question she keeps calling her an idiot <laughs> and then at the end uh gia's like so what should we expect with this match uh on friday and she just says death <laughs> so it was just one of the funniest fucking interviews yeah. i've i've seen in a long time because it was English, Russian, and it was like Gia wasn't even reacting because she didn't know what the hell she was saying. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really funny. Anywho, uh, the main event, holy shit. Um, match of Kazarian's life, no doubt. Sing- Singles-wise, at least. Like, I looked up his cage match. I've seen some of these matches. Like, it has to be the the performance of his career in a singles match, which is awesome. And I mean so much better than anything he's done in his entire AEW run. Like this was just an incredible championship match and they threw it all at each other and it went 33 minutes and there was never a lull. Um, We got behind Frankie in this one, obviously knowing he wasn't going to win, but in a face versus face, like that's just kind of, that's who our crew attached to. Which is funny because the last time I saw Josh, we were all on Team Ishii. And uh, you could tell he kind of gave us a look at that one, too. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, Josh is fucking unbelievable. And yeah, just hats off to Frankie. Uh, I can't wait. I haven't rewatched that match yet. I rewatched the Black Tarus one and heard my voice all over it. But um, excited to rewatch this just in a fresh lens and not being there because it was just damn good fucking wrestling. Um, And then the end, whoo, you know, Bully comes out. You know, his whole thing has been, you can trust me and I'm going to look you in the eye when I challenge you which he did, and then he beat the shit out of Josh and then pulled his wife out of the crowd and was about to pot. And it was, like, kind of uncomfortable, but kind of great, too. You know, like, the whole place was kind of silent. And then, like, it went on for a long time, I felt like. And as it went on, it's like, are we still on the air? Because when you're there, you don't really know. Um, but what I will say is I did not give two shits about Bully Ray versus Josh Alexander. Now I do. I'm at least somewhat intrigued by this, and they've got almost two months. So what else dastardly is really going to do? So, yeah, I think this could be an interesting story. You know, the match in and of itself, I'm sure it won't be as high quality as some of these others he's had, but I'm at least mildly interested now. What about you? Yeah, storyline, it makes sense now that he's done this. This uh, I'm a good guy i'm just here to help you out and i'll let you know when i'm gonna do it fuck that shit bully ray got over big time as a single star with aces and eights that's the bully ray that yep. we all wanted 
I but at the same time, I didn't want him just cashing this in and fucking in in stealing the title from Josh yeah. Alexander and becoming the world champion. I want Josh Maybe. Alexander to put that was ever gonna happen. No, no, no way. Josh Alexander's gonna break the record. I think he he only has to hold it for like another hundred days, maybe less than that. And he's gonna break the yeah, record. It's, for less, than, it's less than that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So no way they're gonna let Bully Ray break that shit up. And at the end of the day, I thought Macklin should have been the one to win this, but the story that they're gonna tell that they started to tell on Friday and that they're gonna continue to tell, I'm looking forward to it. So you want to sell a pay-per-view, I guess Bully Ray is a big name to do it, right? That's a cool free screen that you're on right there. But yeah, I enjoyed uh I, I enjoyed <laughs> there we go. I don't know. I, I must have bad juju with you, man. Last time it was like fucking the reverse. I, my screen was all fucked like that. Now, now we can't even see you. And it's me this time. And, and I almost. <laughs> and there's it's a bit of a delay good. coming in. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I'm making it work. I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, we're having it's... fun. We're having fun. The the internet, like you said, yeah. through wrestling, you wouldn't be able to connect with people and do stuff like this. And that's the beauty of it. Like High Five Tom. I met High Five Tom at a yeah. wrestling show. Here yeah. we are years later talking, friends, like mutual friends with others. On the internet. And yeah, it turns out he knew you. He knows Kevin Rogue from Year Crazy. Of, who I'm buddies with. Like, yeah, Small it's awesome. world. It's really yeah. cool stuff. And like, High Five Tom, definitely a bit of a connector as well. Oh, my God. He is, he is, uh, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for. But yeah, I'll just go with the connector for sure. He yeah. definitely put he definitely puts people together. I mean, he's a he's a great dude for sure. I think I met Just uh, from Get Show at a Warrior Wrestling show too. Okay, without nice. even like knowing who he was. Yeah, but, like he's got one of those faces that you really can't forget. And I know he yeah. was at the same show, so fairly certain. But I digress. I, I really enjoyed this Impact Wrestling show. Um, the main event was was killer in ring. I like the after stuff. I thought Bully Ray and Moose was a lot of fun as well. Yeah, to start the show. I I really I really did. And then the women's match. I, I I agree with you. I don't think it was as good as the match of Bound for Glory. But anytime you get a microwave and a toilet seat yeah. door involved, fucking sign I me forgot up. about the microwave. Yeah, we were. I'll admit we were a little buzzed by this point. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure five matches, eight matches into the yeah. Night. yeah, and we'd had had some beers beforehand, of course. So yeah, we were we were all feeling really good. Um, so yeah, it was it was awesome. And again, we hung out with these people after the show. Oh, oh right, Lord, so, yeah, it was overdrive, bro. I'm glad you had a hell of a time at overdrive. Let's get into full gear, bro. Let's transition right into AEW full gear. Yeah, and let, right let's talk about it. it. You set right into it. You know we're going right into it. <laughs> You said that this might be your show of the year. Why is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wrestling quality, obviously, from top to bottom, was standing in an amazing main event, of course, filled with drama. Just great matches throughout. And I think just as a whole, like, they just needed this type of show coming out of All Out. And I was just with some friends and Bo, and we were just locked the fuck in watching it. We, I just kept going, AEW's back, baby! Um, I, it just felt more like one of those pay-per-views of last year as opposed to this year. And, yeah, Revolution back in March was amazing. Like, I don't want to forget about that. And then prior, my, my show of the year had been Forbidden Door. 
obviously going. There's some bias there, and I'm a huge New Japan fan. Um, but I think this this just topped it. It had it had everything. I mean, the really the only down match <clears throat> was Nyla and Jade, and frankly, I didn't really care too much about that anyway. So I wasn't really dialed in on that. But um, Britt and Soraya, you know that you know there's some flack out there on that, but I thought it was good and. Um, you know, she hadn't wrestled in five years, so there's going to be a little rust. There. I thought Britt was the perfect opponent for her. And, you know, the emotion, we talked about this off air, or, yeah, beforehand, like when she, when Soraya won, like you felt that. And you felt that when she was coming out. And she's only going to get better. And But, yeah, what would you think of that match? Because I've just seen some people online saying, oh, it sucked and Soraya's bad and blah, blah, blah. But did did you like it? For those people who say it sucked, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. They really don't fucking understand wrestling. First and foremost, if you thought she was going to come back after a five-year hiatus and fucking have a five-star classic, yeah, she could have been here for the last five years and these two aren't going to have a five-star classic. I'm sorry. And I wasn't going into this match no. thinking we were going to see a five-star classic. I was pumped for Soraya's return into the ring. Britt is absolutely the perfect foil for lover or hater. She is incredibly yep. great at what she does. Again, she's not going to go and give you a five-star match by any means, but she is more than efficient in the ring. She beat Soraya's ass for 70% of this match. She made you yep. want Soraya to have that big comeback. In front of her brother, too, which, you know, that, yep. that added to it all as well. And she was talking shit, which was awesome. Plus, mind you, the crowd was definitely more like 60-40 Brit than Soraya for sure. Yeah. Which yeah. a lot of people saw coming. And how aren't you? You know, I talked about it last night. I'm I'm doing a new thing now. It's like pick. It's called Pick 10. I'll either do AEW or WWE, 10 topics on it. And I, one of the big things that I noticed when I was doing my full gear portion of the show was who got the pyro and who didn't get the pyro. Mm. And if you look at this match, Britt, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, of course she gets the pyro, as she should. She fucking yep. runs the women's division in AEW. Soraya, no pyro. Very interesting. Tony Storm, no pyro. Jamie Hayter, pyro. Jack Perry, pyro. Chris Jericho, <laughs> pyro. No one else in that match. No pyro. And Interesting. Like, I did not take note of all of that, but yeah, that's good. Good catch. Wardlow, pyro. No one else. No, everyone else. No, but he lost. I, which, yeah, we'll talk about for sure. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, the match itself was fine to me. And like you said, for, for me, wrestling, you know, I love wrestling. I, I'm a, I'm a big mark for Do you. No, I don't I, I wouldn't. I don't know. I couldn't tell. A uh, big mark for um, these kind of stories with returning wrestlers. Like when, when I see a Brian or an Edge or a Page in that case previously have to go away because of, you know, neck issues, back mm -hmm. issues, head issues. Like that fucking saddens me, man. These people are in the prime of their careers. They're doing a craft that they love to do. Yep. So, yes, getting to see Soraya come back and feeling that emotion with her and her watching these legit tears come out and her putting your hands and head over Brit, thanking her for the match. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was like cool. Panned elsewhere, but I'm glad that I got to see that moment. I'm sure the cameraman was like, this is cool. Like yeah. invested getting her to see, go see celebrate with her family and her friends in the crowd. I had tears in my eyes. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not too big of a man to ever admit that. Like when Brian came back, I full on was bawling. Cause like yeah. I'm invested in Brian, like, you yep. know, Paige, you know, I liked Paige, but she, I never had that no. Brian relationship. What about how she's still only 30? Fucking A, dude. <laughs> I know. It's Yo, crazy. She elevates the women's division tenfold. Like, it's which crazy. Needs, which needed it. 
we talked about this months ago when she made her debut. I said this is perfect. I pray to God that Tony just puts her in a match with Britt because you could have two stories where you have Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm yeah. and Britt and Soraya and kudos. He, excellent, and he executed both yeah. of these stories perfectly. And I do want to just say one more thing because I'm sure we won't bring it up again. Jade and Nyla, while the match itself, again, it, it wasn't the best, but who yeah. Who it wasn't the it, worst either. Who expected yeah. it to be the best? If yeah. we went into this Ted match show and we saw that, hey, Jade and Nyla is going to be the worst match on the show, we'd say, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, we expect that. But they got the entrances were both cool. The yeah. baddies and Jade looked hot. As yeah. fuck. Jade looked great. Yeah, obviously. I love seeing them do each other's finishers on each other, dude. Jade hitting the Nyla bomb was fucking dope, dude. And then ultimately, it was seven minutes of them trying yeah. to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, it and was fine. The two biggest women in AEW. So, I mean, if you got a problem with it, then you probably got a problem. Like, Jade needs to go elsewhere, you know? Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. I, again, I just wasn't invested. And that tip, it took nothing away from the show for me because right. it just was, it was, it the was match shouldn't was. have been on the show in the first place. Ricky and Ethan should have been on well, the show. Well, and if we're really talking, right. let's just say what we've always said that that belt really shouldn't exist. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and it's not taking anything away from Jade. And I, no, I no. just don't want like these two women to feel, or not like, not that they're listening to me by any means. You don't but know don't, that. No, but I don't want them to feel, and I know they're gonna, they're getting it from all sorts of angles. Like they deserve to have their accolades too. Like the show was sick, just because it was the worst match on the show doesn't mean it was necessarily a bad match. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't a bad match, and that was the only point I wanted to get across. No, I yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, just top to bottom, the show was electric the whole way. Um, you know, Jamie winning that belt. I did pick her, but it was more of like a heart pick. Like I, you know, didn't really think she was going to win, but knew she had a chance. Um, but man, that match, that was my second favorite of the night, third mm-hmm. favorite of the week. I've been huge on the Jamie Hayter train. I don't want to say before anyone, because I, but like before she was getting those huge pops that shit, like I've been like this girl, this woman like needs to be pushed. She's so good. So good. Um, you know, I've seen maybe one of her matches in stardom. I need to watch more. I know her and Tony were both in stardom together. So this match definitely had strong feel. Like a slugfest out, beat the piss out of each other. Toughest woman wins. Tony's bloody nose certainly added to it all. Um, and then, of course, Rebel first coming out. Britt coming out. And Britt ultimately being the one to help her get the win i loved the late hug between the two of them as well because you know there's been a little tension and they had great jamie celebrated yeah i know we've been calling for those two to split up but hey jamie's the fucking champ now she's on top and it's gonna happen at some point at this point we don't need to rush it you know six months ago i think it would have been a good idea but now we're at a spot where we have the real world's women's champion, real women's world champion, Jamie Hayter. Drop the fucking interim, Tony. Um, but let's also say hats off to Tony Storm, because I know you weren't super high on her from the get-go, but she's had a hell of she's had a hell of she had a hell of a reign. And boy, this this match was amazing. I I said it and I firmly believe it. I need to look into it but it's one of the best women's i've seen on american soil um 
I know Bailey, Bailey and Sasha had that mat, the a couple matches. The Charlotte Becky from that Revolution show, um, Britt and Thunder Rosa won. I'm just trying to think of some. So where does this rank for? I was going to ask you that for AEW women's matches. Then is this the the best one, or is is Britain uh, Thunder? Either got it. Oh, for and Thunder. Yeah, I'd say one of those two for me are pretty the pretty clear one two. Um, recency bias, I'd say this, but I also know when that Brit Thunder happened in that moment, it was like whoa, I've never yeah. seen. Anything like into no doubt. Yeah, no, for sure. I was thinking the same thing because again, you know, Jade and Nyla was what it was. We just talked about that, and Brent and Soraya was what it was. We just talked about that. So I was like, I hope to God that these two women just fucking bang this shit out. And yep, they're both hard hitting, physical women. They know each other. They're kind of the same size, similar in stature. Yeah, and damn, it was fucking a fun match. I wasn't disappointed. I went back and forth between the trios match, the fatal four way, and this match. Which is the best? One A, one B, one C. Even yep. on my show last night when I was talking, I, I even forgot that I said the trios match was the match of the night because I was leaning towards this match because the emotion yeah. that invoked for me was crazy. Me, I me too. I, like said, I wasn't keen on Tony Storm with her title reign though. She grew on me. I wish that, it's bullshit that she will always just be. Like I know champion that well not in our eyes, not in our eyes. No, you know? no, no. She carried that belt with grace, dignity, and a lot of defenses. She did a great better job than Thunder it. Rosa ever did. And you yep. know, I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan, but her reign sucked. We all know it. Yeah, neither one of them are great at promos, but it and, and it's funny how Tony stood out though and Thunder didn't. So it's just a testament to how good Tony did. And yep. going to Jamie, like I said, strike while the iron's motherfucking hot, hit it. Tony, yeah. great fucking TK. Great yeah. job pushing the belt to Jamie. I hear Definitely. the song in my head while you were talking about her. That's why I was moving, dancing a little bit. Oh, dude, the entrance gets me so fucking fun. I know. I was hoping they'd come out with a new T-shirt for her when right. she won the belt. Um, you still got time. They might. They might. Yeah, I know. Uh, the yeah. MJF one I liked, but I'm not going to buy that one. If that they would have had the one... Did you see AEW posted like the portrait of MJF like in the Louvre essentially with the belt? Like, I, if they made that into a T-shirt, I'd maybe get that. But no, I didn't um, see it. I didn't. I didn't see his new T-shirt. But yeah, man, the match was fucking. The match was killer, and there were so many close near falls. Like when Rebel came out, I thought maybe that was it. Yeah. And then no, it wasn't. And then Tony had a chance to win, and and Hater kicked out. I was like, Brit stomps her on the belt and she belt still kicks out. Kicks out. And then, and then Tony... they start doing each other's moves as well. Yes. And then finally the the the, the turnbuckle, the exposed turnbuckle in the corner gets her done with Brit again costing her in the match. And it's now I don't want that feud. Like you said, there's still a lot of different ways we can go with those two together and yeah. then eventually get it. I need Thunder Rosa to get her ass back here so Jamie Hader can take the interim tag off of Or right just away. drop it. Or just or, drop it. <laughs> but TK said in the press conference that he, it I know. she just won't get the title. So it'll probably be another match with her, Britt, maybe Soraya. Well, Soraya might not lose. I don't know. Tony gets another shot. Sheeta maybe. We'll, we'll see. But I'm very, very happy that TK went the, went the route of Hater being champ. And before we talk Absolutely. about MJF and Mox, because I know we're going to get there. I just want to give like a shout out to AEW OGs, right? TK has booked himself 
all AEW OGs is his champions outside of Samoa Joe, which is wildly crazy because yeah. no one in the world expected of the 11 people who did predictions for the website is all one lower Hobbs. Yeah. The predictions show that we did that. I wish you were on. You're available. Fucking invited me. Busy all fucking week. God damn. Um, Fuck. Never again. I always just send you a link. Anyway. um, uh, Also, my glare's gone here. It's nice and clean now. Yeah, we're cooking. We're cooking, baby. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Now my kid's gonna wake up in (laughs) five minutes. (laughs) No, but we all agree on the show that Joe was just in the match to eat the pin. Like, why else would you even put him in? You want to keep Hobbs looking strong. You want to keep Wardlow looking strong. Joe's there to eat the pin. But no, nope. Joe walked out with the, the champ, which is cool and all. He but pinned he, Wardlow, right? Because he cracked him with the belt. and Hobbs. He, he, It was Hobbs? Yeah, he pinned Hobbs. Yeah, he cracked Wardlow. Wardlow went away. He pinned Hobbs. And Wardlow and Hobbs just kind of looked at each other like, what the fuck, dude? And, oh, because Wardlow was powerbombing Hobbs. That's right. Yeah. But you got MJF now, and we'll talk about that momentarily. You got Jamie Hayter. You got Orange Cassidy as the All-Atlantic champion. You got the Lucha Brothers and Pack as the trios champion. And, you know, I don't really know what you define as OGs. Like, they're not homegrown talent, obviously. But they've been there since day one. Day one. So that's as OG as it's going to get, right? And then the Acclaimed. And you got the Acclaimed as a tag champion. You got Jade, which I forgot about last night when I was talking about it. You got Jade as a TBS champ. Even when you kick it to ROH, you got Danny as the pure champion Mm -hmm. over there. And you got... uh, was there? There's one well, other team. Joe and Jericho, but Jericho, I consider yeah, I, he's I, a day oneer. OG obviously yeah. didn't not a homegrown star, but it's so nice to see the AEW OGs after all the bullshit from All Out. Yep. He's got his champs lined up. He knows who he wants to go with, and Wardlow or Hobbs will get that belt from Joe sooner than later. It's gonna Joe walking in the final battle with two titles is going to do big things for that pay-per-view. Yeah. Right, what are your thoughts on kind of the situations of the titles right now and the OGs? Then you can transfer it right into how you felt about the world title match. Yeah, I love it as well. I think we talked before about how the OGs weren't getting enough respect, you know, over these past several months since they brought in everyone. Um, so, yeah, I fucking love it. Um, and it's it feels like a new era now. Like, all the all-out shit is behind. The elite is back. Like you said, you've got your champs set up. Um, so it's just things are starting to feel right again after, like we said, it had been a very up-and-down year. And I had, at parts probably throughout the summer, I was probably more down on AEW than I'd ever been because I was always up, 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 up. Like, I'm, I'm a mock. Um, but, yeah, I'm just happy, happy to see this. Happy WWE is good. Happy Wrestle Kingdom's building up nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Noah's show on the first, uh, Kenta and Mara Fuji are reuniting to challenge Kojima and Segura for the tag titles. So that's very exciting. Also got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Great Muta on that show. Oh, a lot of good shit coming up. But yeah, AEW specifically, I love it. Um, we'll get, you know, winter is coming. Should be very interesting. And then we've got few months to revolution but yeah i like i love the champions and i like the direction we're headed here hell yeah hell yeah so then the main event bro mjf mox yeah great it. match mjf gets the win of course we all knew mjf was going to get the win mox actually tapped him at one point during the match yeah which yep. was awesome because it keeps mox looking strong like yo i just beat you you bitch i made you tap the ending though is you know you, there's three questions coming in 
does MJF actually do a clean? Yep. Is he still aligned with the firm? Or is William Regal really the devil himself that MJF's been referring to? Well, we got answer three. MJF comes out. He's going to put the ring on. I loved his reaction. Yep. And then it was after that that Mox tapped him. Yep. And then says Regal says, go get the ref. Go get the ref. Go get the ref. And then the brass knuckles. I loved it. I marked out so hard. I called I called that. I but I did say Regal would hit him, but I did I mean not that a lot of people called it, but yeah, I thought it was very well executed like that when he's like Go get the ref, slid them in, boom, boom, boom. It's perfect. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, what I don't want, uh, my buddy Azar texted me this last night and brought up a good point. Like you mentioned Regal, the devil himself. I don't necessarily want this to come off as Regal was the mastermind. Like I think it needs to be MJF was the master. Like you can't, you got to make him look like he was the one orchestrating. Like this. he paid Regal off or something, or so, whatever it may be, yeah. or that they've had this cooking for months. But like I just don't want Regal to be the one. Like MJF needs to be strong as the champ. Like right. you can't. Like I don't know. It's a weird. I hadn't really thought about it, and of course. So do you think Regal is going to be MJF's manager then going forward? Kinda. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'd rather have that than him as like the guy up top pulling all the strings and making all the decisions. But I don't know. Like, what happens to Blackpool Combat Club now? Because it's my, named that, after that was him. Next, that was my next yeah. question. Keith it's, said uh, the other day. Uh, from the Universal Pod on on the pre or the uh, the prediction show, he goes. So what happens when Regal turns? They just become the Combat Club. Yeah, I know. I, and as we've said before, like I still have those five ever been on screen together yet? After the show, for the first time ever, the four of them were in the ring. I don't know if you saw the video or not. I didn't know. So I it heard really, about it. It was really cool. So Brian, Claudio, and Wheeler were out there consoling Mox. Because Mox didn't know what happened, so Mox was rising up. The crowd yeah. was chanting for him, you know, Moxley, like, you know, thank you, Mox, or whatever. And then they were out there, and then Claudio and Brian are explaining to him, and then Moxley, like, freaks out, starts yeah. kicking the robes, stomping and shit, and then bro hugs all three of them, and then they dip together. And that yeah. was the first time I've seen them together. Now, I I think if we can actually get the four of them, we won't, because Mox will likely go away for a little bit. Yeah. But once he gets back, if we can get the four of them together, like a four horsemen like crew, it would be fucking dope as hell. My question to you though is so we're gonna have Ethan Page. I guess it's a twofold question. So we're gonna have Ethan Page or Ricky Starks take on MJF at Winter is Coming. One who's gonna win that match, and two, who then will be MJF's first real challenger? Because we know that's just gonna be a one-off match. Like first pay-per-view challenger, Correct. probably. Is it gonna be Brian or Claudio? Who do you think? And or someone else, options. Well, I think Ethan Page wins. I hope, frankly. Um, who do you think is going to win? I think it could go either way, but I like Ethan Page. Yeah, fuck, it's 50-50, bro. I think Ethan I Page wins, too, because it does more for him than Ricky Starks. I think I um, I think Ricky Starks and MJF is like a fucking pay-per-view main event a year from now. Yeah. Like, whereas Ethan Page... Maybe one day, but I think... But I, and I'd love to see him in a world title match, even if it's on Winters. You know, like the guy, oh, yeah. de- he deserves it. He's not been showcased enough, and he's good enough. So, and well, and quite frankly, that you could say about both Ricky Starks and fucking well, Ethan Page, dude. For both sure. of them but have... Starks is, defi- 
He has been more in the past, though, with Team Taz. And oh, all, like, yeah. Well, Ethan Page, we were asking forever, like, Miro, where the fuck is Ethan yeah. Page? It was the same question. Where is And then Miro he got lost Miro? in the whole Dan Lambert shit and whatever. Like, that did nobody any favors No, at the end of the day. But, <clears throat> yeah, I think Ethan Page wins. Yeah, first challenger. Uh, yeah, it makes sense for it to be one of those two. I don't know. There's a lot of time in between now and then. Um, it's not so March, right? Correct. Yeah, like early March. It's a long ass time. Because I, I think Brian's going to be the one to take the belt off Jericho. I think right. so too. I think and, so too. Yeah. As much and as I, I don't want... necessarily want him to challenge MJF because he's just going to lose. Lose it. I don't want him to lose it. Right. And so he's been Claudio losing. Be he's been losing so much. So yeah, I'd rather see Claudio. Like I feel like he can afford a loss a lot. I'm more. just trying to think who else by that point. Is that's the thing, well, you've got a lot of time to tell stories, like it doesn't right. necessarily have to be BCC or combat CC or whatever. But that, as of right now, that seems to make the most sense. Well, I just can't think of another contender on the roster who is well, that? I can because Ooh. of how they fucked it up from the get go in kayfabe. Wardlow. Wardlow, yeah. Okay, well, right, right. Washed the fuck out of him, yeah, which I still disagreed gonna, with. You can't do that though. You can. Hey, I beat the shit out of you in two minutes. Give me a shot. In kayfabe. And then what? Andrea just cheats and beats him or something? Well, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that's what I want to happen or I that's what no, should no, no, happen. No. But that's oh, why yeah. I hated that Wardlow squash. Right. Because now MJF right. is the champ and Wardlow technically has this way over him and has every right in kayfabe to challenge mjf but yeah it ain't gonna happen but oh no you're right dude yeah 100 but that's the answer to the question and that's why i fucking hated that squash yeah. i still i hate it even more now that mjf is champ it's like he looks what, what about this I know, I know i know someone who can come back in and, oh. and wrestle him in march you'll love it or maybe they save this for all out in chicago the big return a year later don't say CM Punk. <laughs> Although, I know, those two made magic, no doubt about it. I was just fucking around with you at first. I really was just fucking around with you at first. It would but be money. It would be all money. All out nine months from now, if he's healed up, never say. I know. I'm just, I'm just over him. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm good. I'm. Trust me, I'm, I'm more than fine, dude. Uh, yeah. He can stay away and go be a baby somewhere else, but we're not yeah. going to talk about that negativity. Uh, but yeah, aside, aside from the CC guys, yeah, I don't know. Let's just let it play out. We've got a lot of time between now yeah. and then. So yeah, I think the bit, the more, not a more important, but bigger question is what happens? Do they change the name? Do they stick with Blackpool Combat Club? Do they stay together? Do they disband? Yeah, it's going to be very intriguing. Because they already um, had the turmoil inside with Brian and Yuta not correct. liking each other so much correct. lately. And, you know, they've like you just said, they've never were actually in a ring altogether. When Moxley be fucking getting jumped twice by the firm, I get it. The first time there was a broomstick on the door. Where were they the second time? I know, MJF's big heroic save. Yeah. But you mean to tell me that I got a stable of boys back here, I'm getting jumped five on one, and you, my boys aren't fucking out here? Come on, man. Yeah, I agree. It's like they're selective. I mean, obviously, select. similar thing was at the Raw I was at when uh, they brought out a million refs in suits when Ziggler was getting the piss beat out of him by theory, but then when Rollins was getting, it was just one ref. Yeah. So similar, just selective, you know, picking 
when you're doing shit, but for lack of a <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fucking excited. I'm very excited to see the promos tonight. Do you think Mox will be there? Or do you think we'll I even don't. see him at all for like months? Yeah, months. Maybe it's Mox. Maybe it's Mox MJF in in uh at Revolution. Maybe yeah. we're just skipping that over. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't think we see him for quite some time. I think you're probably right, but man, it would be nice to see him there to get this resolution in some way before he goes. So then you get a little bit of meat left out here. And then whenever he comes back, you can eat that meat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. No, no. I get the rest of that meat off the bone. But back to what you were saying, AEW is in such a great place right now, I think. And I think Tony's booking since all out has been mostly very good. Um, Again, the match that show was fucking awesome. We've got the best of seven to care about for these next two months. Jericho and Ishii tonight. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ishii's my guy. So uh, I might have to bust out the stone pit bull shirt. I'm working tonight first, but. Yeah, might have to I'm win. pretty upset. I'm not going to this show tonight. It's oh favorite. yeah, I was gonna ask. This yeah. Local show that nah, I couldn't get babysitting. Man, it's a uh, wife's working babysitting. You so you so you go to like all the Chicago AEW shows? Then typically, I go to every show. Yeah, every AEW show that's out here, I go to. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm very very upset that I'm not going to this. Gary literally just messaged me and said, "I got this ticket. Are you sure you can't?" Oh make it? damn. <laughs> well, what yeah. time is it? I'll drive up. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be like, I, could, I could make it right on time if I left right, right, right now. There. <laughs> no, and I was extra salty, bro, when I seen that they were going to have the Elite versus the Death Triangle and that mm. Jericho and Ishii was going to be going on. What else? I'm we like, got Hager and Orange Cassidy. Hey, fun. I yeah. like this hat, bro. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I love it. I think Jake Hager yeah. is immensely underrated. I'm like one of the few people who think that, but I do. Yeah, I got, I got no issue with him at all. I think he's kind of made himself into this goofy kind of fun character to some degree i think he's Uh, funny as hell he's he does one-liners he stands there and then rips his one-liners and it's there's one from the old inner circle days i don't i can't remember what the situation was but this one always stuck with me someone else was saying something about them winning championships and he was just in the back and went championships yeah yes <laughs> i remember that yeah. dude yes that, that yes. one's just always geeked me out um but yeah should be a good show tonight for sure um yeah i'm looking forward to it um only other thing i got on full gear before we dip on maybe hit some wwe uh survivor series predictions and wrap this baby up uh jack perry jungle yeah. boy that match was awesome. very good i don't want to not talk about that the only thing is, I wasn't sure at the end of it if he was meant to go through the ladder or the ladder, if he was meant the to table. go through the table or if he was just trying to drop the point of the elbow. That's really my only beef with it. But Jungle Boy bleeding all match was awesome. Him being yep. coming into his own as Jack Perry and tapping out Luchasaurus yep. was really cool. And then the fatal four way ROH match, Amazing. ROH title match was fucking dope. And you might hate him. You might think he's a little jizz ass motherfucker. Oh. And this is Sammy Guevara. Did you, did you read what I wrote on my article about him? I, I did. I'm just saying. I, I just... said that. I said, hey, this is the best performance he's had in a long time. He's cut out the bullshit. You haven't seen him sticking his tongue down Ty's throat every week anymore. True. He's wrestling. And he was awesome in that match. And he was awesome in the Brian matches. So 
yes, I have taken back the whole go away heat thing. I still don't like him. He's still a little scumbag, but I don't like the young bucks. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he, he was probably the star of this match. Frankly. He was uh, Yo, and bro, it was the, the real chaps, story. The real has been laying in recently. Yeah. Hard meaty dude. And yeah, Jericho and him, the real, that was the story. Cause you know, obviously the intrigue for that match was teammates are going to face off at some point. And I loved how Brian and Claudio just shook hands and went at it in the beginning for a few minutes. And then obviously it was when will Sammy and Jericho break? I think Sammy ended up breaking up a pin and then that got a you fucked up chant going. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was almost like baby faces, at least in how he was working after that. And I dug it. And then I loved, I think the moment of the match was Brian and Claudia were working together. And then all of a sudden Brian hits him with the Basico knee for that near fall. Yes. Cause like they, they yes. hadn't been fighting at that point again. And then that brought in a fight between the two of them. And it was perfectly structured. Like you said, I think definite top three uh, trios, Jamie and Tony and this all three were outstanding. Um, and then I, so I went five on the elite four and a half, four and a half, and then also four and a half on the main event and four and a quarter on Jungle Boy. So, uh, and four on the acclaimed. So I had six matches at four plus. And then I went honorable mention on the uh, TNT and uh, the Sting and Darby versus Lethal. and Because those are always, you know, you know what you're going to get out of them. They're pretty much on every pay-per-view. But it's always a fun match. A and, fucking blast, hell, I thought Jeff Jarrett was awesome. He was great. The <laughs> Sentinel Sing spots were awesome, yeah, dude. That's the I most, mean, that's the coolest shit he's done. He's done, he's period. Been around. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, so I thought that Absolutely. was good. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm ne- I've never been a Jeff Jarrett fan. But I'm happy he's here. You know, like, I think I I gained more respect for him and liked him more after watching his interview with Stone Cold. I don't know why. I just always didn't like the guy. But, like, he he deserves respect. And I've watched – I'm watching some old, like, 2000 WCW and WWE 99. And he's classic, you know. Like, I don't know why I never liked him, but – He was a heel heel forever, bro. Yeah, that's probably why. He wasn't a cool heel either. The only cool heel shit he ever did was slap nuts and the guitar. And ultimately, he did that guitar stuff when he was a very nerdy heel. Yeah. Um, He was a knockoff Ric Flair. But him in 99, when he and Owen were tag partners, rest in peace, it was right up until his death, basically, with Deborah. Like, that was some fun shit. And then even in – so I've been watching this 2000 WCW crap which it is crap because the year of Duke and Rogue, they basically do a whole year of something and they're doing 2000 WCW. And I like to watch along and I've never seen most of these shows either. And they suck, but they are fun. <laughs> they're fun to watch. Cause it's, it's the Russo era. Exactly. Uh, but he's been classic in those two. Like he's kind of part of, you know, he's he's seemingly part of like every segment on the show back then. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was the Hulk Hogan. He was Russo's Hulk Hogan, bro. Yeah, yeah. it was Russo and fucking Jarrett against Hogan and Bischoff. Wild yep. shit, man. Wild. But stuff. yeah, I'm happy he's here doing the strut. He had his actual wrestling gear on, but yeah, I thought he looked good for sure. I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed that match mightily. I like, you know, some people complain about Darby no selling the guitar shot. I loved it, dude. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Oh, speaking of real quick, because I brought up the great Muda earlier, um, Darby 
and Sting will be teaming with the Great Muda in his last match as the Great oh. Muda, as as the Great Muda at least, because it seems like he's going to be KG Muto for his final match. But that's huge for that's Darby. Dope. Yeah, I don't. They haven't career rub, dude. Yeah, they haven't announced the opponents yet, but that just came out like and Noah had a show like last night into this morning, so I saw that and I'm like, good for Darby. I love it because he has been. Slightly overshadowed, not booked as strongly as he was in the first couple years. Um, so yeah, I'm happy for him. I think that's awesome. Um, I think it's like in the end of January that it's not the January 1st show because that's when Muda's fighting Shinsuke, which will be fucking tight to see him back in Japan. But uh, yeah, because Darby went from pillar to maybe not a top 10 pillar. So. Yeah, remember when he lost to Kyle O'Reilly. But now I love Kyle O'Reilly and miss him so much. I'm like, whoa, that's a bit telling right now. Um, well, Kyle O'Reilly went over clean two of the pillars, like back to back weeks, which yeah, telling for sure. You you could I could have said Jack Perry, maybe not top ten pillar, but that big yeah. win over Luchasaurus, I think, yeah. is going to help elevate him up the ladder. And he needed that because he hadn't gotten a win in a while. Fuck, it's a big win at least. And the yeah, pyro, really? the tights. <laughs> yeah, nice he looks like a man now. Yes, yes, he looked like Jack Perry. You got anything else on uh, Full Gear Dynamite before we move on? No, but I was going to say real quick before we go into predictions, did you happen to watch the New Japan Stardom Historic Crossover Show? No, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. There was so much wrestling this weekend. Oh, my and, God. And I then know, yeah. I was, and I'm then still way I, behind. I forgot that it was even on, and I had to do the fucking fantasy wrestling results, and I was just like, <laughs> I just got to fucking eat it, it and do it. It's awesome. It was such a fun show because they had so many like mixed tag matches and those matches were all a blast. Like they were definitely, you know, they're not your five star bangers, but they were all just so much fun and seeing Julie, Zack Sabre, Julia, and then Lawler and Shuri. And then I won't even spoil anything, but there, it was just a ton of fun. And then the last two singles matches, Shooter and Will Ospreay, far out exceeded their match from Royal Quest. And then yeah. the main event, Kyrie and Mayu Iwatani ripped it up for the inaugural IWGP. Yeah, wins. I got to go back and I want to make sure that I, I catch that one at least. And I don't remember any who won at any of the matches outside of Kyrie, obviously, because I know she yeah. have been Osprey, obviously. So Mayu, Mayu should have won, but you, th- you think that's so? Beside the point. Yeah, but I get it. I, Ky- I get it for sure. Kyrie is definitely more name value. To over here as well, so yeah. I get it. Yeah, uh, no, for but sure. yeah, the show was a blast. So let I me have... ask you because while we were trying to do take one, you started talking. <laughs> hey, we've about been it. smooth this time. Uh, it's this fucking computer. It's so Crazy. weird. This sucks on Zoom. The other one's perfect on Zoom. It's fucking. I'm gonna have to fucking splice two fucking <laughs> yeah. videos together, and I'm not an editor. That's. <laughs> Not an editor at all, but I'm gonna well. You're about it. to be bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. For sure, I'll yeah, figure it out. Will. I'll figure it out right quick. Now. I've I've minorly dabbled in video editing, and just like cutting clips together is very easy. I just gotta download both videos, and I yeah. hope that I can just put them together. But yeah, I don't know. If it's not, easy. Nick. Yeah. You up. <laughs> anyway, um, what I was gonna ask you was Bakley and myself, Mister News, Mister News himself. <laughs> And myself have been all about this Kenny Omega Will Ospreay match well, yeah. at Wrestle Duh. Kingdom. And you, my 
large hog friend have said you'd love it, but it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I was very adamant. So what's but good? It's happening <laughs> again. I'm happy to be wrong. I'm very, very happy to be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think they'd do it this soon, but fuck it. And I thought, you know, Osprey, I think I said Osprey Shingo would have been like a good because they haven't had a Wrestle Kingdom match. So I get, I just kind of thought that's the direction they'd go. And especially after the suspension, I'm like, no, it's definitely not going to happen. But I fucking love it, man. I think it's, and I, you know how much I love Okada and Jay White. And this won't be the main event, but I think it's certainly worthy of being the main event. No doubt about it. But man, this show is going to be a fucking firecracker. I love that they went back down to one day. Yeah, some people aren't going to get on the card, but holy shit, it's going to feel like Wrestle Kingdom of old. Um, and we got, we got our first women's challenger as well. I don't know if you saw that, um, after the match, Tam Nakano came out and challenged Kyrie. She's awesome. Um, so that should be a great match. We've also got the junior four way. We've got Ren Narita and Zach Sabre Jr. Holy shit. I'm fired up for that one. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom's going to fucking rail. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. I thought that. I was leaning towards what you were saying over the last month because I felt like they were building towards an Osprey Moxley match with yes, that, that was the other thing that that rumor had been heating up a lot more recently as well. Yeah, but I'm fine with this because we didn't even mention when we talked about the elite and the death triangle. Kenny looks fucking chiseled, oh, dude. T- 15 pounds of leading muscle, Kevin. Yeah, not yo, chiseled, that's what Alice said. Dude. It was one of the Okada Omega matches. And Callus like, look at him, Kevin. He's shredded. He's put on fifteen pounds of lean muscle. But and he, uh, and he, he, he looks great because people great. were saying he was fat. He was out of yeah. shape. He was this. Fuck nonsense. You fuck gotta think that. he spent that whole fucking suspension just getting his ass in shape. You know, just yeah. What probably. what else did they have to do? <laughs> you know, nah, he probably went hard in the gym. Yeah, which, he you know, those, great. That extra two months probably wasn't a, a bad thing for him at all, dude. No, no. I mean, it sucked getting the rug pulled out right after he came back, but yeah, probably for the best. And this is one of the most excited and anticipated I've ever been for a match ever. I'd say (laughs) because I think Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world, bar none. There's not even a question for me. And Kenny Omega was three years ago, four years ago. And with this much time off, and what we've seen of him, he's still fucking got it. And you oh, get him yes. back in the Tokyo Dome after, what, four years where he made his name, where he became a star. And I loved, I watched the promo last night. I hadn't seen it yet. He did it all in Japanese because he's fluent. Those fans fucking love him still, even though he left. Like there was a huge reaction when, ooh, and he came on the screen. Um, Man, he's and gonna yeah. love it. He's gonna love it too, man. I'm sure oh, he is. And so, so is Osprey, because yeah. Osprey is like, "Fuck you, I'm the best." And right. basically, Kenny was saying Osprey was his replacement. Yeah, it, it's gonna be good, man. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really looking forward to it. And yo, it just came to me while we were talking. The, the perfect opponent for MJF at Revolution, Hangman. I think that's the guy. Yeah. There's a lot there, too. You're right. I mean, that's something that when this company started, that everyone's like, these are the two faces, the two homegrown 
I don't mean baby face, but no, right, right. Of yeah, the yeah. company. The actual pillars of your want to Correct. talk about that. Yeah. I was they are those two guys. And you know, they had that bad they had the dynamite diamond ring match. I think that might be it. But like it's all that's always been my thought talking with Azar and whomever over the years. It's like this is going to be that stone cold rock rivalry of AEW. At least I think. And still, like, because those are the two biggest homegrown stars, for lack yeah. of a better term. Hangman's already been the champ. MJF is now the champ. Like, yeah, there's fucking money in that. So and much. it's just a matter of how's Hangman's recovery going. Like, you got to think, obviously, hopefully he'll be ready well in advance of Revolution. But. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. It still gives him a couple of months off. MJF could do his thing here with the firm against, you know, Ethan Page or Ricky, however they're going to do that. Maybe yeah. a little BCC stuff, you know, small things on TV. Maybe a one-off match with Claudio and then hit Hangman. Then. Yeah, you got to think he'll probably defend it. So winner is coming, and I'd say at least one more time. Yeah. Because they had, remember, the year started this year with, so we had Hangman Danielson at winners coming to draw, and then they did the rematch on the first dynamite. Um, and then Hangman defended it against Archer in a Texas death match. So he had a few yep. defenses before revolution. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if maybe it'll be, maybe they'll hold that out for, but that match is going to happen at some point next year. It has to. Yeah. Um, 100%. Absolutely. Okay. Here's a question. Who wins the belt off MJF? CM Punk it all out. Stop it. I'm Wardlow. It. it has to be Wardlow. You think? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think Wardlow or Hangman. I Wardlow. Think. Yeah, Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow. I don't think Hangman gets the belt back for a while. I, I know you don't want to hear that. But no, it's I think, okay. Yeah. I, I want I also think Wardlow, to beat but I also Wardlow, could see a, I could also see a double turn where Wardlow wins it. Like, Wardlow maybe... I don't. I guess I can't see Wardlow winning it as a heel, but I think MJF's going to be a face eventually at some point, and I think Wardlow... Well, will be a heel at some point. Let's so talk about that. that. Let's talk about that. So I think, M yeah, what MJF did, how he won the match, obviously heel shit. But people are going to be cheering the shit out of him. They were yep. cheering the shit out of him then. I'm getting glared again. They're going to keep <laughs> cheering the shit out of him. This is bizarre, but at least you can hear me. Yeah, uh, right. They're right. going to keep cheering the shit out of him. So I kind of think he's going to be like a textbook tweener. Okay. Because everyone loves him right now. He's not going to get booed against – hell, even – I'd be curious. <laughs> this is insane. This <laughs> no, <player. laughs> uh, um, oh, shit. <laughs> yo, you think he's going to – anyone like... not watching right now, this is fucking hilarious. All yo. of a sudden, I'm just covered in light, and you can't even see me. And you can see me perfectly before nothing changed. I... <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fucking trip, bro. It really uh, has. Uh, is, what were we trip. talking? Yo, I forgot. <laughs> damn, I forgot. What I was gonna fucking ask you. Someone went MJF and oh, do you do you think I'm? <laughs> <laughs> the screen just went white. <laughs> I saw that shit. I thought you did it on your own. No, oh, I did not. Fuck. <laughs> this is fucking good thing up. we're getting to, we're rap, getting close to wrapping up yeah here, no doubt no doubt um i was gonna say you think mjf is gonna be more like a stone cold steve austin like yeah, when, yes. when austin got turned face he didn't change anything that he Correct. did like the crowd just kinda, turned him that's kind of what i think has already happened 
friendly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was in New Jersey. <laughs> this is so insane. <laughs> it was in New Jersey, which is definitely like MJF's home territory. But um, yeah, I just think I don't think he is a full on heel. Like, I just think he's gonna vacillate based on the opponent. Like, if if it is Ethan Page. MJF is going to be the clear babyface in that match. Oh wow! Look what a slight. All I did was just slight vacillate the laptop. Did you vacillate the uh, the camera? I'm gonna vacillate some Vaseline on your butthole. Oh, <laughs> daddy. But no, I think like if he fights Ethan Page, he's the babyface. Yeah, no doubt about. Especially with what the firm did to him. Now, if it's him and Starks, that would be very interesting. But I just kind of see him maybe not full on stone cold yet. Like, I think he's still going to do more Healy type shit. But I think he's similar to Britt, elevated to the point where the fans just aren't going to boo him, period. Yeah. So it's going to be fascinating. Um, But yeah, do we see like a full on MJF baby face at some point? Probably. Yeah. Um, but, but I think to, to answer your question, it's got to be Wardlow, right? Well, like, back to that. Yeah, I want MJF to beat him because of that fucking squash. Mm-hmm. So maybe he beats him by cheating, and then Wardlow wins it. But who, all right, let's let's because I'm very interested in all this. Like, who else? Who are your next few AEW champions? Like, now that we've got this belt out of the CM Punk era, like it's so weird to hear Mox is a three time champ. Fucking nuts. But deservedly so. But like I had in my head for a while, like the title booked out for years. And now it's just like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. But... It, mine came to fruition. Well, mine is punk. Mine yeah. was, it went to Hangman. And then from Hangman, it was supposed to go to MJF. Yep. And then from MJF, it was supposed to go to Wardlow. And then, so then who's next? I don't know, man. I have no idea. Because that's good. If Wardlow gets it, that's going to be a tough guy to beat. Tough. What Adam Cole? <laughs> I'm just kidding, tiny. I'm just kidding. I hope he comes back. Good I God. Th- like dude, he's coming back with the kingdom and they're gonna take on the trios champion elite. That's my hope. So, I think that is a great let's hope on that. Yeah. And where the fuck have the kingdom been? <laughs> true, true. They came and did. They're like, on that one rampage true. when they showed up and then he fought Wardlow. Taven fought Wardlow, haven't been true. seen since. Yeah, good point. Yeah, where's so, Juice? Where's Juice Robinson? He apparently is signed. I don't know if he ever got the All Elite graphic, but he is signed. He is no one no longer under New Japan contract. Well, I can tell you, Juice Robinson won't be taking the belts off for him. That's for Juice Robinson. <laughs> I love that fucking guy, though. I he is I boy. hope he gets his due because yeah, he he can be fun. I wonder if he'll still stay Bullet Club. Like if they'll carry that in yeah. AEW, I think that would be cool. But yeah, I'm yeah. pretty so sure think, he's signed. I think by the time that Wardlow gets the belts, I think I can see a guy like Claudio, maybe a guy like Malachi Black, mm-hmm. maybe. There's so many options. Ricky like, Starks by a, a year yeah. from now could be the Uber over babyface that you want to take out the heel champion Wardlow. Does Danielson ever win it or no? Bryant, no, probably not. I think this ROH title is going to be his his real title, and I think uh, you know because you know, Hangman's going to get it back at some point. He wouldn't be a bad person. Does Kenny? Does Kenny Kenny? ever get it back? You, 
I mean, we ain't gonna be playing flippity flop with these fucking this title, so it's concerning. I know. I, know. I hope that's not. why I said I don't think Hangman gets it back for quite some time. You would think yes, like guys like Jungle Boy and or I'm gonna start calling him Jack. I know like, it's weird. Yeah. yeah, guys like Jack and Ricky, like those are the guys who I think would be you know your next level guys who could be world champions. But you gotta do a hell of a job building them up over the For next those year. Guys, to get there. I think they're at least two years away. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't because know. I, I, here we I go. Really when, a, when does MJF lose it? I let him I'll, keep it. I let him keep it for a year. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be close to like that's maybe I, said, I think all, could all be a out fucking, next year would be the earliest probably. Yeah, that's why I said Wardlow could be a heel by the time he takes the belts off of him, and MJF could be a face. It could be like a thing where the fans don't even want Wardlow to win the belts off of him by yeah, then. But like he's sure. just like. I'm taking your belt, Max. It's my time. Like yeah. I just want Max to beat him at some point. Like I just don't want Wardlow to have complete ownership and dominance over him. You know, I don't it think just... Wardlow should ever lose to anybody. Have you seen that? <laughs> I, mean, I was surprised he lost this belt. I was like, Damn. I was too. Like, when... he, didn't, he didn't. He looked dominant in the loss. Like he just stacked and racked Hobbs four times, dude. Yeah. So you know. And obviously, making that a three-way certainly made the possibility of him losing greater. But Bo and I had talked week after week. I mean, the AE, the, the TNT title has been kind of a joke the last yep. eight, nine months. Really, ever since it went off Miro, Miro. I'm being honest. Because yep. even Sammy's run, and then they had the interim shit with Cody. So I was just really hoping that Warden Cody ruined was- that fucking belt, dude. Yeah. Like, when he got it back from Sammy. Like, when he beat Sammy, that was it. Like, well, when it went interim after two, just two weeks. Right. <laughs> and then he well, came back. Like, what was the point of that? Stupid. But Bo and I were just hoping that this would be a signature win for Wardlow. And then they would continue to feed him the monsters like I've been asking for right. all year. So he wins. Then he gets a singles match against Hobbs. Maybe he gets yes. a singles match against Joe. Archer, W. Morrissey. Satnam Singh, what the fuck? You Miro. know, Miro, where is he? I need, to, I need more fantasy points. <laughs> Tony Khan was asked about Miro in his uh, the post show press conference. Yeah, he was asked about Miro and Andrade and guys like that and why they're not used. And he said, "Well, when you have a roster the size we are, we have to rotate through talent when we use them." No, bitch, you ain't used fucking Miro in fucking yeah. a year. Like, where is this? Other man? than the four way match at Forbidden Door. Which was awesome, like was one of my favorite fantastic. matches of the night. And then he maybe did something with the House of Black. Yeah, he was in that briefly thereafter match with Sting, Darby, in the house. And he hasn't been on TV since, dude. Yeah, the fuck. Anyway, what we can sit here and talk AW all day. Yeah, what the fuck? We can sit here and talk AW all day. Uh, we got we've been on for about an hour and a half. We hit fucking raw. We hit fucking overdrive. We talk full gear. It's just some fucking dynamite or just some AW in general. And before we get out of here. Your excitement level level for Survivor Series this weekend, and then I'm just gonna yeah. run matches right quick for you to predict. Um, eight or nine. You know, I'm I'm pumped because I've you know I've been getting excited for these shows now that I'm back in, and yeah, I'd say Raw like it hasn't been as home run as it was like right out of the gate with Triple H, but I'm still into it, and uh, yeah, I think these War Games matches will be tight. Obviously, Finn and AJ, you know I'm pumped about that. And then the triple threat for the U.S. title. So, yeah, I'd say say an eight and a half. Yeah, bro, I'm fucking stoked for this show on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Both War Games matches are going to be lit. 
they've really just built theory over the last two weeks up to like a guy I believe who could beat Rollins and Lashley in this match, which is wild. Like as of right now, my prediction is theory in this match, which I I might change it. Okay, but but right now it's it's theory in this match. AJ and Finn, come on, man, let's go. It's a wrestling wet dream, and I think we're gonna get Brian LA Knight on the show, so that'll be interesting to yeah say the least. what have I mean, they been I, doing because i haven't seen i don't watch yeah. much smackdown two, two weeks ago la night was in the or it was either la night was on in backstage or bray was backstage in the ring talking with sarah schreiber one or the other and then one of the other walked up to the other one and uh, la night got smarky with bray so bray threw a headbutt at him and put him on his ass okay. so then bray was doing a promo the following week this past friday in the ring and LA Knight came out and Bray like apologized and shit. And then LA Knight slapped him in the face and ran out of the ring. And Bray's like, you know, I'll forgive you for this one, one for one or even whatever. So you can come back in and like, as he was going to like let LA Knight back in, LA Knight just whacks him again and then runs away. Okay. So, and then backstage, um, LA Knight was talking again. He's like, fuck this guy basically. And you've seen uh, whatever Bray in the mask backstage. But not Bray, but who's ever portraying yeah. this guy in the mask. And then when it comes back from commercial, LA Knight's like laid out under like boxes and a forklift and all this other shit. Okay. So, but match isn't official yet, though. No, not a, not official. I think that they'd probably be trying to get Bray on the card, though. So I'd imagine they announced this on Friday night. Yeah. And then you got Ronda and Shotzi, which, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fantasy different. points. I got Ronda. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm someone had to take her in fucking the 18th round, dude. I know. But, Let's run this, dude. Bloodline yeah. versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but Kevin Owens is with oh, Drew. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. This was the team when they said. So was that injury fake then? Because it came out like last week that he was going to miss six to eight weeks. One, the it could have just been fed to the dirt sheets because That's my they were, thought. But... Because they've been trying to keep this on the low, like the Kevin Owens thing being a big surprise. I thought it was just fed to the dirt sheets. Two. He is not moving very fast at all. Um, he's only throwing a couple of super kicks, and he, so he very well could be hurt. And he's yeah. just moving gingerly about just keep it. Keep him limited, because yeah. obviously in that match, you know, you maybe you bring him in last, and then right, kinda, exactly. Yeah. And and he's already said he's going after Roman. We knew that this was the route that they were going to be yeah. going. They were saving him for something, and they've obviously been saving him for something big. Is he is the focal point here, which means he will get Roman at Royal Rumble, which is okay. two. Two years Again, after yeah. their fucking last man standing match where he got screwed over. So yep. I'm pumped for that. And I think it's gonna what's gonna lead us into Kevin Owens and Sammy taking the tag titles off the Usos at WrestleMania. Equally excited for the best friends fucking winning the tag team championship. So that's gonna yep. be that's something we've been talking about for a while here. Long so. time. So this whole thing in the booking is awesome. As soon as I found out the bloodline was in this match, I said it's gonna be KO Drew and the Brutes. Round it up. <laughs> Let's go. Fight Three night. Rounds. And fridge every time the Dude, fridge. Do you know fridge? You know how over this guy is getting himself I just by fucking screaming fight night. I know. Like Seamus was about to talk, and Ridge is like, no. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Yeah, this is my only fucking line, mate. Ridge oh. the fridge. Dude, he's a fucking brute. Dude, he is a brute. Yeah. Dude, who you got in this match? Uh, I guess I'll take the good guys. I think it makes a little more sense storyline wise if they get the win and could lead to KO and Roman and whatever else. But I just think it would be a lot more interesting if they won. But uh yeah, I think it'll be great. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think that Team KO gets the win. Sami Zayn eats the pin, starts to lead to some friction, which it with more friction with within the bloodline where Jay's like, this motherfucker cost the bloodline the goddamn war games match. He ain't bloodline material. And you know, that kind of starts to go from there. So that would be my thought on it. And then women's side of things, damage control. Well, I guess I, I should say team damage control with Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross. Taking on Team Bianca, which is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a fifth member that hasn't been named yet. So I guess I'll ask you, because we're going to find out (laughs) Friday night. We're going to find out Friday night who the fifth member is. I thought we were going to find out on Raw this past week, so I was really disappointed. I thought that was going to be like the big reveal at the end of the main event, but I guess not. I digress. Who do you think the fifth member is going to be and who you got winning the match? Firstly, uh, starting to freeze and lag again, but we're almost done, so we'll fight through it. Uh, I don't really have – I'll say Beth Phoenix for lack of a better answer because obviously her and Rhea had the thing. But, um, yeah, I don't really know other than that who it might be. But uh, I will take uh, – are the good guys going to win both? No, I'll take damage control in this one. All right, all right, cool, cool. So yeah, we're definitely aligned. Mentally who do you right think here. it? Who do you think it's going to be? The fifth? Yeah, I think it's either going to be Candice LeRae or Becky Lynch. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I, I think if they would have done either one, they're both Raw superstars. So I don't know why they wouldn't have done it at the end of Raw on Monday. Um, I don't know. I guess it could be Raquel, just because it's going to be over on SmackDown. Raquel might be a nice fifth member of the team. Personally, I think it'll be Candice LeRae. But they're making a really big deal out of this. So it might be Becky. I don't know. Also, What's I, Candace LeRae's? Did she get beat up by damage control? Yeah, she she got taken out by damage control. Okay. The way I I guess the way uh the way I looked at it was you had like if you tiered it off in the match, you have Bianca and Bailey up top, you have Asuka and Alexa and Io and Dakota, and then you have Rhea and Mia, which means Nikki Cross needs somebody. So, like, I don't see them bringing in someone big like Becky or Beth because yeah. like, they need to equate to Nikki's level, um, whereas one of these two would just go over the top here. I don't think it's going to be Beth because Rhea's got her feud with me inside the match. Yeah, which that is why makes I think sense. Someone like Candice is more on the level of um, Nikki. Nikki Cross. But it very well could be Raquel because I don't see why they'd be waiting to make the announcement for fucking Candice LeRae on SmackDown. It just doesn't seem like a big yeah. enough thing to lead up to. But I also got I got damage control winning this match, and this it'll ultimately lead, I would think, to Bailey Bianca one more time. Which if Bailey doesn't win, I don't know what the fuck this is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ronda <laughs> Shotzi, I don't give a fuck. Ronda obviously Ron, retains. Ronda, yeah. AJ Finn, who you got here? This is a big one. First off, I guess I wasn't too shocked, but a little bit that AJ hasn't had a singles pay-per-view win in over three years. Crazy, bro. Insane. Uh, I don't know. What's the end game here? You know, like, are are these two factions going to keep feuding? I guess. Probably. I'm going to go with Finn. I think uh, AJ's streak continues. And I don't know. I guess I just think Judgment Day winning is more interesting. But, uh. Yeah, the match is going to be fucking awesome, and I can't wait. Yeah, I was surprised that they didn't do a mixed tag four-on-four here with Mia and Rhea on each side, or even like a six-man elimination match between these teams. But I'm more than – I'm not going to complain about AJ and Finn. Let's go sign me up. This could be a five-star match in ring for sure. 
I thought Finn Balor was going to win on the prediction sheet. I already have Finn Balor written down, but then that AJ Styles stat came out, so maybe it feels like AJ is going to get the win here. So, fuck it, I'm just going to say AJ Styles. But there's something in my head that thinks Finn Balor might just get the dub. But yeah. when they announced that AW, or AW, AJ Styles hasn't gotten a win in fucking three years, I was like, damn, wild. I know. But the match, I can't fucking wait for it's the It's going to be sick. The, the real winners here are us, the fans, because the match is going to fucking bang. And the city of Portland. Every time I come here, it gets harder to leave. I think he put something in the water. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Now the real winner here is the city of Portland. But yes, it, it is us, the fans. All right. U.S. title, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. They've done a nice, nice build to this match over the past three weeks. Who you got? Yeah, I said it earlier. I'll stick with Seth, but I could I could see this going any of the three ways. I'd say Big Bob being the least likely to win it here because he's still got beef with Lesnar as well, unfortunately, because they can't seem to do a match right together. But, uh, yeah, I'll stick with Seth. But like you said, like Theory is now a believable winner, and I'd be very happy to see him win. Um, but, yeah, I just don't really like – Who's I think I've just looked at the US title now since the belts are joined, like it is the top title on Raw. So having someone like Seth continue to carry that is a good thing. But I guess it's start to time to start thinking about WrestleMania ahead and Seth Cody, is that gonna happen or is it gonna be Cody winning the rumble? So I don't know, but I'll stick with Steph Steph. I just think uh, he, you know, he hasn't had the belt long, and let's let him carry. He's he's earned the right to carry that for a little longer. Yeah. So I originally thought theory, and I had theory written down, but as you were talking, and as I was thinking um, about this, I can see Seth winning, retaining the belt, and theory losing, and just fucking going on a heated fucking rampage. Yeah. Like, and maybe not even theory taking the pin. Maybe no, Lash ain't taking the pin. Theory's <laughs> gonna take the pin in some capacity, like maybe. Bobby fucks Theory up, and then Seth gets rid of Bobby. Seth gets the quick win, yeah. and then Theory goes absolutely crazy on Raw the next night. So that's what I'm going to go with. I love it, yeah. And then a brain LA Knight wrestle. I mean, I got to think. Bray. Bray. The obvious answer is Bray. There could be some fucked up thing where LA Knight gets the win because Bray's alter ego yeah. or yeah. You know, some crazy shit with Bray happening. I still just fucking hate the name LA Knight <laughs> so much. It's just never... Yeah, is it, I like than, the... is it better than Max Dupree? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, I thought Eli Drake was a fine name, but I don't, I like the guy. I just can't really take him as seriously with that dumb fucking name. That's just <laughs> how it's been for me. I just think it's awful. But anyway, he's very entertaining, and I think the match would be fun if it happens. Yeah, certainly, absolutely, and that's it, bro. We, hey. we covered fucking. Everything. We, we made it through uh, despite uh, several technical difficulties and my screen going white as a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we're still here. But and yeah, then all it took was me moving the computer slightly. But... What, a what a fix, man. Sometimes yeah. it's technology, sometimes it's the human aspect of things, yeah. you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But no, this was awesome. Glad we got to make this happen and your kids stayed down the whole time. So that's good. <laughs> An hour and 40 minutes that they yeah. started sleeping. That's impressive. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I know the second <laughs> I hit and record there. Yeah. Ah, but hey, at least it didn't happen during. More than fine. So I'll go kick it with them, throw on some Toy Story, yo, 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 and uh, call it day, baby. Brett, this has been so much fun, bro. Where can the people find you? 
Yes, at Brainbuster Boys on Twitter and Instagram, and I finally started posting on our Instagram again, so that's fun. Um, in the event that Twitter goes down, which it probably won't, but yeah, Twitter and Instagram at Brainbuster Boys, Visionaries Global Media, and all major podcasting platforms. Like I said, subscribe to our YouTube, even though there's not much on there. We're really hoping to ramp that up going into 2023. Um, but yeah. Just celebrated two years. Thank you all who have listened and supported us. And thank you, Tim, for having me on here as always. Always a blast. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Congrats again on two years. Definitely a big feat for sure. Look forward to seeing what you and Bo got going on in the future, no doubt. And for me, TK, the Wrestling Index, you can find me on Floor Sniper Sports YouTube, all major audio platforms under the Wrestling Index at Spotify, that's iTunes. That's SoundCloud and Visionaries Global Media Network on SoundCloud. Go ahead and check that out. And most importantly, FloorCyberSports.com. FloorCyberSports.com is your home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, whether it's NFL, fantasy football, MLB, NBA, power rankings, list, this, that, the other thing. And we got it all. Wrestling, wrestling. We got it. We got it all. So make sure to get on FloorCyberSports.com. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe. Appreciate it. Thank you for all of you who are going to watch. Thank you for all of you who listen. Brett, scissor me, daddy. Oh. Ow. Oh.